Saturday morning. It's time to uh, have a little look at real estate with the Cummins Real Estate Group show with Michelle Winnell Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope. How are you doing, Michelle? I'm doing excellent, Curtis. How are you doing this fine Saturday morning? Well, you know, it's uh, it's been a struggle the last couple of days here, getting the big move done, as you know, but we're, we're getting there. It's so exciting. What a way to celebrate the last week of the last weekend of the month, of the first month of the year, okay? This is, like, so exciting. I, I don't know why, but I get really excited uh, at the end of January. It's almost like, okay, we did it. We got through the first month of the year. Okay, everything's uh, looking up from here. <laughs> and and for you, and a new home, a new place to call home, a new neighborhood, you've got so much excitement, you and your family, in, in, your, in your 2021 coming forward. Absolutely, but I'm sure the people in the neighbor are probably going to see their property values decline by us moving in. But that's just that's their problem, not mine. <laughs> well, I know today you've got a lot of things going on, so thank you for do, for keeping the show going on. And we have a special guest for the show. And oh my gosh, we haven't had a guest since what last a year. It's been almost a year or a full year now, hasn't it? It has been a. It, it feels much longer, actually. <laughs> Well, I'm excited to bring on Roland Kim later on, and we are going to talk about the Vancouver market. We're going to tell you what's going on in Vancouver. I mean, these last few shows, we've been really talking about a lot of what's happening in the Fraser Valley, obviously. But I thought, you know what? Roland is a gem. He's really smart. He does. He doesn't only sell real estate, help people buy and sell real estate, but he is a true investor himself, and he runs this awesome Facebook group of investments. We're going to talk about it later on, and He's going to talk a lot and fill us in about the Vancouver market because that is not my forte. That is his forte. So I'm excited that he's able to come on even over the phone and not in uh, the studio. But one day we will be back in the control room with you, Curtis, face-to-face, and it'll all be good. But you know what? I wanted to say, do you remember, um, I think it was last month or a few shows ago, I'm like, you know what? I want to start a new tradition. I wanted to start the 12 months of Christmas. And so last, the 25th of every month, and so that's what I did on the 25th of January, and it, it was so fun, and I totally surprised Richard, actually. I gave him a, a gift, all wrapped in Christmas paper. It was a lot of fun. A new guitar? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was too big for a little pine tree. We got this little pine tree, and it has to fit under the little pine tree, you know. Oh, sorry. Uh, and that's just too big. But I got him a spice rack, you know, because he's the cook of the house. And so I heard him a conversation one day. He's cooking. He's all, you know, oh, man, I'd really like a spice rack that I can just spin and look at right on the counter. And I thought, ooh, i got to write this down and remember it. Uh, and so I got him a cool spice rack. Oh, very nice. Yeah, something practical and something he wanted. A double bonus there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was very surprised. So it was good. So first month of uh, the 12 months of Christmas, uh, done well. Very cool. So I want to introduce now our special guest, Roland Kim, from Kim Zuna Group of Keller Williams Realty in Vancouver. And he's here to share with us that Vancouver market that we're so interested in compared to the Fraser Valley market. And what is a good investment right now in Vancouver, if there is any? So Roland Kim is a medallion and presidential award-winning realtor that is consistently in the top 2% of all Vancouver realtors. He's passionate about real estate and helping his clients navigate the Vancouver markets. I've known Roland for years now, and he's helped my clients 
climbed the ladder of real estate. It's it's amazing seeing him do his magic, right? Uh, he lives in Vancouver with his wife and four beautiful children, and they're often outdoors and can be found enjoying the city, mountains, and ocean. They're very active. Uh, not only is he active in business, but active in, in being in life and really taking on what life has to offer. And that is part of all his success that he has had. So, uh, Roland, you're welcome, by the way. Thanks, Michelle. Nice to meet you, Curtis, and congrats on buying a place. You certainly are working with one of the best realtors, so good for you. Yeah, I know. I figured as much when we were doing this show for, like, uh, you know, quite a while now, and I'm like, if we, we've been... Ask Michelle though. We really put the, the the you know that whole like eighteen months to really finally decide to do something. We doubled that I think before we finally decide to sell ours and buy a new one. Uh, she must like you to work that long with you. Yeah, she's worked a long time with me. Yeah, I feel bad for. Her. I feel like you know she probably needs danger pay or something. Uh, I think you rubbed off a little bit. <laughs> Roland, your motto is uh, buy, sell, invest, own it. And I really like that because it it, it, it kind of covers everything um, in in a nutshell. And you've got a Facebook Facebook group page called Canadian Passive Real Estate Club, and you've got some great opportunities and great advice on there. Um, I quite like it. Can you share us a little bit about what got you into? Because not there's very little realtors. I don't know why, but not a lot of realtors invest themselves. And so what? brought that about in your life like how did that come about definitely yeah so for myself i fell into real estate like um as a profession about i guess 11 years ago and 14 years ago didn't qualify for a mortgage and then about 13 years ago purchased uh, my first property and i just did a few right moves along the way where i held on to that rental i was able to or onto that apartment and was able to turn it into a rental that i still own today and um probably you know three, four, five years into my real estate career and having at that point owned a few properties that became investments, just saw the power of um, buy and hold, which is a really big, powerful one on the West Coast for us. And um, as my real estate career advanced, my big passion is, if I can, helping as many of my clients um, not sell the property as they upgrade. And uh, it might be tough for a little while, but if they are able to hold on to it, they can always, if they choose not to and they, they want to sell it down the road, they can, you know, it's, if it's not the right fit, they can sell it. But I've yet to meet a client that five years down the road after holding on to, you know, their primary property as they moved up, saying that it wasn't a good move. And over the years, seeing that, it's just made me really passionate about helping as many people as I can, you know, own their primary home and maybe one or two investment properties for the impact it has down the road. Well, like you said, in the, on the West Coast, you buy and hold, and that's the magic because of how much equity growth we have in this area that we've seen since the 1900s, and especially in the last little while. Buy and hold, that is the master here. But, you know, and sometimes our lives change, and there's some better investment opportunities, or you want to allocate, you know, uh, you know, in different areas. So, like, I had sold something recently um, late last year here in the Valley, but I was able to use those funds for better investments. So once in a while, uh, but the, the, the magic is exactly what you said, to buy and hold. So um, that whole sell part is, is only if it catapults you into a better investment, um, and, and sometimes that's the case. So, okay, so what's happening in the Vancouver market right now? Uh, January's picked up 
pretty much where um, mid-December left off. So we're, we're steady and busy. There's definitely everything from multiple offers in anything that's kind of three bedrooms and larger is busy, lots of demand. We're still seeing a little bit of light demand on, you know, one bedrooms, certainly studios. The two-bedroom market is kind of balanced. It has, you know, I'd say a good mix of inventory and interest. Um, and Vancouver in general, I mean, we were busy for the last, you know, last kind of nine, ten months. Uh, more balanced, though, than I think other parts of Canada. Some of the other parts of Canada I've heard and connected with realtors from just seem crazy. And Vancouver always feels like it might be crazy, but it's actually quite balanced. There's a lack of inventory, but it's not over, over, you know, overdone at this stage. So it's a nice inventory or a nice market to go in where you see properties you like, sell to someone else, makes you feel comfortable, makes you, you know, understand that the value is there. And then when you're ready, you'll find something. Okay, so I think we're almost having to go on break, but I want to ask you about, are you having crazy multiple offers, like 10 to 30 offers on on, on properties right now, like we're seeing here in the Fraser Valley? Yes, we have that as well. Not as much as the Fraser Valley. You're definitely a little bit busier than us. And again, with the multiple offer, when you're working with a great realtor like yourself, Michelle, you know, you'll pull the client aside and say, this is a this is a strategy by the seller, right? They've chosen a strategy where they might be pricing their property sharp. They might be underpricing it a little bit, and they're expecting multiple offers. They don't intend to sell it for the list price. And as a buyer, that's confusing. Often it's a little bit frustrating because it's, huh. it's just different. But it's, again, that's the seller strategy. And so if you actually look at the, the recent sales in the area, or if it's a strata property, you look at previous sales in the building, often where a property is selling, even after it has many, many offers, is not that out of line. It's, it's, uh, it's in line with previous sales. So um, I see sellers applying both types of strategies. When they are applying the strategy of pricing sharp or perhaps underpricing, they can definitely generate multiple offers if they have a great product. Well, Curtis, I am so happy that you and Kelly bought when you bought because literally I've just gone through about five different multiple offers, one after the other admission on properties that aren't half as nice as, as what you got. And they're going for nine twenty to nine ninety. Like it's crazy the prices that are even happening in little old mission. It's amazing, you know, how prices have kind of just jumped up here in this time of year. But uh, you know, that happens sometimes, I guess, eh? It's just it's just supply and demand. That's it. All right. Well, I guess we should probably take a quick break here, Michelle. If people want more information about you and the services you provide as a top-notch realtor, where can they go? MichelleCummins.ca. We're back with more right after this. group show now i have a question for you michelle and of course roman here um how long is too long to hang on to that property in the lower mainland because you don't want to hang on to it forever obviously but you do want to get that growth like for example my dad who's owned his property in richmond for 47 years (laughs) well that's uh richmond is a bit closer to roland's uh market area roland what do you say about that 47 years that's amazing. Right. Yeah, that's uh, it's quite a long time in one property. 
Yeah, when you I consider he, that is that is the essence of buy and hold. Well, and yeah, buy and hold and hold and hold, but it's when you buy something for forty two thousand or forty three thousand dollars, and now it's worth. Who knows? I don't even want to think how much. It's uh, yeah. It definitely was a great investment for my dad. And the, and the thing about that is, over the years, when the interest rates are good, and when you can remortgage it, you continue upgrading the the property, maintaining it. You buy more properties and more properties. One property begets another property begets two more properties, and it just keeps on flowing. It's just it's like a. Um, it, it, it's just great. And then you always have that original property that continues to grow in equity anyways. And now as one becomes two, as two becomes four, you know, it's, it's that whole uh, building on each other and, and, uh, and then everything's building equity. So yeah, it's fantastic. And real estate, it seems to be one of the safest type of investments. Um, there is, but there's different types of, of investments. There's passive investments, there's the cash flow, there's the equity growth. And so, um, I'm wondering because this whole lower mainland is very interesting when you look at the kind of five year summary of what's happened um, and the 10 year summary of just even like saying detached. So the whole lower mainland has gone up 98.1% in the last 10 years and the Fraser Valley uh, specifically 112.9% in the past 10 years. So Roland in, in the Vancouver market, like, what is it? What's the difference between the Vancouver and the Fraser Valley market? I think a lot of it comes down to the supply of land. So Fraser Valley, you know, certainly has a lot more available land to build on. Uh, Vancouver, for example, I think it's somewhere around ninety thousand detached lots that are available. And then there's you know a certain percentage, let's say a thousand every year, that are torn down for um, redevelopment into townhouses and duplexes. It's you know so it's starting to add pressure and create a finite resource as lots of large cities have. Where Fraser Valley, it's it's got a lot more room to grow, and for that reason, you, you know you see a little bit uh, sometimes stability in the pricing on townhouses because they can you know continue to grow, but the price of building goes up, and so so do the prices. So you okay? Your website. This brings me to a quote that you have on your website, and we just so everyone knows, Kim is K Y M, and your website is kimbuna dot com. Your partner, your partner, Connie Buna, and you. So your last name and her last name combined. So K Y M B U N A dot com. So anyways, on there on the investment um, tab that you have there, you've got this quote, and it says, find out where the people are going and buy the land before they get there. And that quote is from William Penn Adair, but uh, that is exactly it. And they're buying out in the valley. They're moving east. This is where the people are going. And so that's why we find in the Fraser Valley that our market is just crazy hot and keeps on going up and supply and demand. There's more buyers coming out than we have listings. But, you know, my my great uncle, my dad's uncle, uh, down in California, you know, my dad was from Fresno, like L.A. kind of area. And uh, his, one of his family members bought all these hundreds of acres down in the valley, they called it, and way down in Orange County where nobody was. And he's all, no, this is wise. And everyone thought he was just ridiculous. Why are you buying out there? It's like somebody in Vancouver buying out in Hope or something, right? Like, why are you buying in Chilliwack or Hope? That's like nowhere's nowhere land right it's the sticks but no it's where people are going and and that's what he did and he's now a, a just a 
very, very, very rich, let's just call it, because he was able to slowly uh, subdivide and sell off, uh, develop his uh, Orange County, which is now crazy busy, as we all know. Um, And it's in a short amount of time. You think, oh, we're not going to get any uh, growth out of this or anything out of it in so many years down the road. You know, uh, who knows if I'll even still be alive. But actually, growth and change happens so quickly, especially in areas where there's not a lot of land and not a lot of area to to you know and to to build on and so that's kind of the 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 magic i feel in the fraser valley um and vancouver has so much to offer and it's one of the most beautiful cities um people from i have i have clients from all over the world that own all over the world and they call vancouver their home even though they own homes all over the world and they say it's their favorite place on earth to be to to live and to be so you picked a nice place, Roland. <laughs> it is a special place for sure. Now, why is the market you think so bust? Uh, I think uh, so. We came off two years before, uh, so like 2019, 2018 were kind of low volume years in sales for the Vancouver and even greater Vancouver market. So even if COVID hadn't hit, uh, we were on track early last year to have a really, really busy year. And then COVID obviously became a reality and really slowed down the market in April and May. And and, uh, and then when people got kind of their feet beneath them again and, and some parameters of what was going on, we started to see the impacts of um, people not spending money. So I really think that for many folks that haven't been affected by loss of employment or reduction of hours, financially they're in a stronger position is my experience because they're not going on vacation. They're not spending as much and um, you're stuck at home, whether... You know, your home is all that different than what you might want to move into. You just kind of start looking online. And, and uh, I think a lot of people have um, that were already in the market uh, decided to focus on real estate because you know, they might have discovered something that they were missing in their current home. And also, quite honestly, I think it was just something to do for some people and mm-hmm. take control back. Yeah, here I hear you. It's true. Uh, okay, well, so... Where then do you see the opportunity for investments in Vancouver? Because, you know, Vancouver is tough that way. I mean, when you think of buying something as an investment in Vancouver, and it's always been Vancouver so high and so unaffordable, and how do people even live there, uh, um, and yet how do you invest there? I mean, let's say you're not a big tycoon, right, (laughs) but you want to get your feet in Vancouver. Like, where are some opportunities? Definitely. Yeah, I mean, every market, every area is going to be a little bit different. The, the nice part about the Vancouver market, if you can get into it, is it does a really good blend of a little bit of cash flow and really good consistent market appreciation. And so we take that for granted, but there's lots of areas across North America where you don't get consistent market appreciation. And so if you can benefit from that in the long term, it looks really attractive. And right now, I would say you know, one of the oversold categories, um, and, and that, that would be an opportunity because I think sellers are, are, are overselling it and there's not enough buyers, would be apartments. Um, even downtown, it has kind of stabilized, but, you know, the, the, the downtown market, the one-bedroom market throughout East Vancouver is a little bit, you know, sluggish. And I think within the next six months, um, some things will open back up. And the things that your your clients from across the world really love about Vancouver, people will you know be reengaging in in events and 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 a lot of the social things in six to nine months to twelve months. 
and we always find that the market, you know, shows and responds to that typically three to six months before it actually happens. So mm-hmm. if I had, you know, if I had the down payment and the appetite and the budget for mortgage, I would buy a one-bedroom property downtown Vancouver right now because the realities are still there. Amazon's still opening up, expanding. You know, thousands of future jobs are coming. These are six-figure jobs. Um, downtown Vancouver never, you know, became this epicenter of issue with with COVID uh, expanding. And um, I think people kind of underestimated what they really enjoy about downtown living, and that's going to come back. And I really feel like everyone's saying, you know, the market's going to bust or correct or, uh, you know, when the, when they start opening up the borders again and when international travel, you know, becomes a thing again and when people have taken the vaccine and we when we try to go back to how it was, um, you know, that, oh, the market's going to totally shift and it, it's not going to be good. But the fact of the matter is, I no, it's going to be even busier is, is my take. And I don't know what your take is, and if you can share with us, because I feel like the investors that have are international that have been wanting to get into Canada, they haven't been able to. But now the interest rates are so low, and they're set to stay at least the base rate low until or the same until 2023, and they never quickly rise, even when they start slowly rising. So we got some time here, and there's a lot of hungry investors wanting to come into Canada. It's the best place to invest your money. It's the best place to own real estate, and they know that. And they are ready to come in. And the international, the immigration growth has been, uh, not, you know, it's, we are known for our immigration growth. And that's been on hold since last March. So I feel like it's going to get um, just, you know, c- continue to grow. What do you think? Totally agree with that. And just touching on a few of those things, I mean, um, you're right. Like the immigration hasn't been happening for the last 12 months. And typically, I think Vancouver would usually see about 35 to 40,000 immigrants a year um, out of the pool that comes to Canada. And they tend to be very affluent, successful, and, you know, ready to um, build a life and buy a home. And so that's going to have a huge impact. The, the international students and travel um, will again put pressure on rentals and, and Airbnb, and, and so it's going to become kind of uh, you know pressure from multiple sides. And um, yeah, like I think there's also lots of people that previously might not have considered moving that are now looking for a different environment. And Vancouver's on people's radar at that time. So I see, you know, I think we're going to get really really busy into the fall. And, and and maybe it gets a little bit less busy if borders open up and people can start going on vacations again. But I, it's certainly not going to bring the prices down. They might, they, you know, pressure might release a little bit if people start focusing on lifestyle things than real estate. But I think by late fall, we're definitely back to a busy market. Roland, you have some great posts on your website, under, especially under the tab investing. And on one of those, you have a quote by Fred Wilcox. And I love it because it, it, it hits home for everyone. Progress always involves risk. You can't steal second base and keep your foot on first. And with, you know, really focus on growth in real estate portfolio and real estate investing is, yes, you got to take that leap, but you have to be established. And uh, you have a lot of great advice. And thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your insight of the Vancouver market. And if anybody wants more information regarding real estate investing in Vancouver, uh, you know, contact Roland. He's, he's a great great realtor and uh, he'll help you out there and 
I wanted to share before we we have to go. I know our show it's so fast every time, and there's so much more to share. But luckily, we come back every Saturday morning. <laughs> so, but uh, brand new listing. I wanted to make sure everyone knew talking about investing in, let's say, the Fraser Valley, uh, my area. So, I have this brand new listing, and it is on Sasquatch Mountain. If you want a vacation place and you want an investment that is like bare, like hardly anything, only 185,500, you can own a little over 7,700 square foot lot. That's Terra. It's Earth. You own it. I own only 185,500. You could build whatever you want there pretty much. A beautiful cabin. The government has approved a $1.5 billion plan of expansion for Sasquatch Mountain Resort. This is going to be the next Whistler. And it's right here in the valley up on Hemlock Sasquatch Mountain. So this is new. Contact me today for it, and it could be yours. Buy now and watch your investment grow. That is great. And then looking for an affordable living while having space in Abbotsford, I've got this great location. It's actually a brand-new townhouse. Uh, It's got 10-year warranty. It's only been lived in a few months, and it's walking distance to the High Street Mall. So it's a great location. Corner unit, bright and cheery, in the new community in West Abbey called Gardner by Mosaic. It's almost 1,300 square feet, comes with a powder room in the entry with an office or bedroom right there, two bedrooms upstairs, gorgeous kitchen, rentals are allowed, pets are allowed with little restrictions, three bedrooms total, all for 569800 And then, now let's talk about it in more affordability, is I've got a double-wide mobile coming up. Monday, it'll hit the market off Shook Road. You can live on the island. It's Haptic Island in Mission. Uh, so call me for details on that. It's a great one with new roof, new hot water tank, and it's got its own private access to the lake so you can fish, canoe. Uh, and I wanted to end with a quote that I usually always have, uh, Curtis and me. Our quote for this week is, be kind. In a world where you can be anything, be kind, my friends. It never goes out of style. And that's by Anonymous. Unless you can be Batman, then always be Batman. (laughs) Batman ears. (laughs) I'm just going to go with that. (laughs) All right, Michelle, if people want more information about what you do and uh, see your listings and all that fun stuff, where can they go? CumminsRealEstateGroup.com or MichelleCummins.ca. And make sure you join us again next week when, once again, we will be talking real estate in order to unlock your real estate potential on a show where real estate is maximized. Thanks for listening.